What's going on, family? Happy Wednesday, and welcome to another edition of The Faction Quick Hits. I'm your man, GB Gerard Bonner, and I hope you are doing well on this hump day. And Wednesdays are again for wrestling. I'll tell you about why that is in just a few minutes. But first, a big shout out to everybody who joins us by way of the socials. Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Faction Show. Thank you for hanging with us. It really does make a huge difference. Shout out to everybody who's joining us on podcast as well from all over the country and around the world. We really do appreciate who you are and what you're doing for us. It makes all the difference in the world. Now then, let's get down with the get down and first go to Monday Night Raw. We certainly did promise a recap and a look at the ratings for Monday Night Raw and here's what they were. This week's episode of Monday Night Raw drew in an average of 1.57 million viewers, which is down 8.7% from last week's post Hell in a Cell episode, which drew in 1.719 million viewers. It is the second lowest viewership of the year so far behind the abysmal Memorial Day viewership. Now, we do have to mention that Raw faced stiff competition from the NBA playoffs while last week's post Hell in a Cell show did not. However, in comma, This is not necessarily a very good look for WWE, but I do believe that they are not horrifically worried about it simply because they're getting ready to have fans present again. And there are all sorts of rumors that AEW and WWE have been saving some of their best content for when fans return. So the question is, will it translate into better ratings and better viewership? Now, we do know a couple of things. For one, by the time fans return, they will not be competing with the NBA playoffs. However, in comma, they will be competing, they being AEW and WWE, will be competing with the Summer Olympic Games. So again, what do you have to counter that? And we were starting to talk about it yesterday when we were taking a look at the pandemic era of wrestling just to be able to talk about what is the content that we're getting. So if indeed WWE and AEW are indeed saving their best writing, their best in-ring content for when fans return, I don't know if that's the smartest strategy or not, because you do need to get something that's going to bring them back to the yard. And I don't know if what we're currently giving them is doing that, but we'll find out for sure, as tickets certainly are on sale for AEW and WWE's return to the road. Speaking of AEW, tonight is their swan song at Daly's Place, as of course there will be a rabid audience present for the swan song of AEW at Daly's Place before they hit the road. And it's going to be a big, big night because it will feature the main event, Sammy Guevara versus MJF. In addition, there's going to be a world tag team title eliminator match as the Young Bucks take on Eddie Kingston and Penta El Cero Miedo. Brian Pillman Jr. battles Miro for the TNT Championship. And then we've got a tag match as Dr. Britt Baker and Rebel take on Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero. Again, Wednesdays are for wrestling. It's Dynamite's first episode on a Wednesday in about six weeks. So I wonder and I hope certainly that the fans will return as they have previously for AEW Dynamite on Wednesday nights. It's hard to believe this is the last day of the month, but 
It is. And so that means July 1st is tomorrow. That means a whole lot of things are on the way. But this month is ending out in a pretty significant way. First, happy birthday to Cody Rhodes, who's celebrating a birthday today. Also, we've got news on Ronda Rousey as she is having a baby girl. In a recent YouTube video shot on their farm, former Raw Women's Champion Ronda Rousey and her husband, MMA fighter Travis Brown, revealed that they are having a baby girl, which they will be welcoming into the world later this year. So congratulations to Ronda Rousey and congratulations to Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch as he has announced that they will be getting married today. So Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch will be a married couple. Congratulations to them. Of course, back in December, they welcomed their baby girl named Rue. So congratulations to them. They've just got a lot of cool things happening. And that just goes to say, you never know when Becky Lynch will be back inside of a WWE ring. But you've got to wonder, could it happen? But in my head, I see it happening potentially at SummerSlam. I mean, think about it. Can you imagine Becky Lynch popping up at SummerSlam the way that that massive audience would pop? And so I also ask the question, how many surprises can we afford to have, right? Like, I do think that there have to be surprises at SummerSlam, but there also has to be something that will get the fans to SummerSlam. I'm certain that they were depending on Cardi B as the host, but as we found out on the BET Awards this week, Cardi B is pregnant with her second child, and she's just not a little pregnant. She's very pregnant. And you've got to know that WWE is likely not going to have her hosting in her pregnant capacity. So what does that mean for the potential host of SummerSlam? I don't know yet, but we'll certainly wait to find out as it will definitely be interesting. Taking a look at last night's episode of NXT, it was a barn burner which saw a brand new NXT North American champion crowned. Congratulations to Isaiah Swerve Scott who defeated Bronson Reed to become the new NXT North American champion. I think it's a great look for Swerve, a great look for his group Hit Row. And I think it says a whole lot about the fact that they are about to be on top of NXT for a long time time to come. With that said, we also saw the in-ring debut of the Diamond Mine. We had been seeing promos for them for weeks now to find out last week that they are headed up by Roderick Strong, formerly of the Undisputed Era, who had given his notice to NXT several months back. So this is a big move for sure. And it's going to be a very interesting group. So I'm interested to see what's going to happen with this as the world of NXT keeps changing. Speaking of that, we've not talked about this on this podcast, but an interesting thing is happening in NXT. The NXT champion, Karrion Cross, and now the former NXT North American champion, Bronson Reed, were on episodes of WWE main event this week. Now, most of you are probably saying, uh, does that show still exist? Yes, it does. I didn't even realize it existed because I haven't watched it in years. But the fact that the NXT champion and the North American champion 
both showed up with their championships and both had matches on a WWE card, that says something significant. That says that there's interest in both of those superstars, which could explain why we saw Bronson Reed lose the championship last night, not taking anything away from Swerve, but there could be great interest in having Bronson Reed pop up on Raw or SmackDown. A similar thing seems to be true for the champion Karrion Cross. If you remember the press conference that Karrion Cross was a part of for NXT TakeOver In Your House, he specifically said, quote, I'm not going to be in NXT forever. So that's interesting. Could that be a harbinger of things to come? Could we see Karrion Cross head to Raw or SmackDown in the coming months? I don't think that that's an unrealistic possibility at all. How will they get the NXT title off of him? That still remains to be seen. But uh, interesting times for sure looking at NXT. And of course, NXT is preparing for the Great American Bash, which goes down next week. It is a takeover size card that's going to happen on free TV on USA. It's going to be amazing. And you remember last year at the Great American Bash, it was a two-night event. That saw a brand new champion crowned as we saw the great Keith Lee become the first man to ever hold the North American and NXT championships simultaneously. What a difference a year makes. He would shortly then get called to Raw and we haven't seen much of him as of late. There's rumors that there are health issues and the like. We're not fully sure, but what we know for sure is we don't see him on television, but he is still gainfully employed with WWE. So there's a lot to be said for that as well. Attention wrestling fans, kick off your 4th of July weekend with Southern Honor Wrestling. Join us for SHW 29, Friday, July 2nd, at the Action Building in Canton, Georgia. In a matchup that's been building for months, Corey Hollis and Gunnar Miller will finally collide one-on-one. Danny Jordan defends her crown as the queen of SHW when she finally faces off against Rekka Tahaka. And Joe Black is back, and he's coming after David Ali in the SHW Championship. Also in action, Technical Excellence, All-Star Special, and Ben Buchanan, plus Owen Knight. Teams with AC Mack to face Ashton Starr and Zicky Dice. You won't want to miss this last stop before the Rumble Jack. Tickets on sale at the door starting at 5 p.m. Doors open at 7. Bell time at 8. SHW. This is our wrestling. So an interesting thing is happening. If you remember last year, the Olympics were supposed to take place in Tokyo. And as a result, New Japan had done some pretty creative things in terms of their scheduling, moving things from Tokyo to some other places. Of course, the pandemic came and that obviously altered the Olympics and a lot of other things. So the big question is, would New Japan actually still be running shows during the Olympics? And the answer is is yes. So congratulations to New Japan Pro Wrestling. They're continuing to work hard during the Olympic time. But with that said, it's also important to note that they will be welcoming fans back in the U.S. So we've talked about how this is the summer of fans, right? So we will see next week AEW 
get back on the road. AEW certainly has been welcoming fans back uh, for quite some time, but at a limited capacity. Of course, it was full board at Double or Nothing and has been ever since. WWE will be welcoming fans back full board beginning in the middle of July for SmackDown and then for Money in the Bank, etc., etc., etc. We know that in the month of July, Ring of Honor will be welcoming fans back as well. Well, now you can add New Japan of America, adding fans back, and it will happen at New Japan Resurgence on August the 14th at the LA Coliseum. This is going to be amazing. It will be the first time that fans have been able to attend a New Japan event since February 2020, and I was at one of those last events, so I'm excited. This is going to happen at the Torch at LA Coliseum. It's going to happen in the open air. Now, just so that you know, the L.A. Coliseum was the same place that WrestleMania 7 was supposed to take place at, but that was changed because of the ensuing Iraqi war. So this is going to be intriguing. New Japan Pro Wrestling at the L.A. Coliseum on August the 14th. And check out the list of folks who are going to be a part. The U.S. champion John Moxley, the never openweight champion Jay White, the strong openweight champion Filthy Tom Lawler, along with breakout stars of New Japan Strong and rising Japanese names such as Ren Narita and Shota Umino. So this is going to be an exciting situation. The L.A. Memorial Coliseum to host the return of New Japan Pro Wrestling to the U.S. with fans. Now, they have been having shows in L.A. without fans as part of their New Japan Strong programming that airs 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central on New Japan World and JPWWorld.com. But this is big news. So if you are in the West Coast, if you want to head to L.A. to watch New Japan Pro Wrestling as they welcome fans back, what a space to do it at. The L.A. Coliseum, the open air. It's going to be incredible. Tickets are available now. With that said, we're going to get out of here. Remember, again, tonight, AEW Dynamite returns to Wednesday nights on TNT. And then this Friday, as we begin the celebration of 4th of July weekend, Join us here in Atlanta for SHW 29. It's going to be insane. Featuring a title match as the SHW champion, David Ali, defends against the man who never lost the SHW championship. That would be Joe Black. It is a huge night, an incredible main event. You don't want to miss it. Tickets will be on sale at the door beginning 5 p.m. Eastern this Friday. So if you were thinking about traveling to Atlanta for 4th of July weekend anyway, make this a part of your weekend. It's going to be incredible. I can't wait to see you guys there. I am super duper pumped so be on the lookout again it's going to be incredible and you'll be able to check us out on our facebook pre-show live at 7 p.m eastern facebook.com slash southern honor wrestling but i want to see you in the house it's going to be an epic night i want to give you a high five a fist bump whatever you rock with and it's going to be incredible shw 29 happening this Friday. All right, guys, we're going to get out of here. Until next time, family, representing from a good brother's Courtney Beard, Brandon Clack, and the fourth horseman, John Murray. My name is Gerard Bonner, and this is The Faction. Have a great day. I my people. Here we go.